Let's get it started. Uh. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Team Time Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for tuning in again. Really appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, mm. <laughs> and um, yeah, thanks for the support on the last um, podcast. We've received a lot of yeah mes- messages and I uh, really appreciate your support. So yeah, if anything kind of resonates with you or helps you, we'd invite you to share with others or tag us in it, screenshot it. And we'd love to, you know, who's listening. Yeah, cool. So last week, I think it was, Caleb put up on our Instagram page, um, like a poll whether it was okay or not to smack your child as a form of discipline. Or I guess just smack your child in, in, in general. And yeah, these were the results. 80% of you said yes. And I think a few of you that did say yes, like had a few conditions, like not big smacks, but like if like you know smack mm. them small or whatnot. And then twenty percent of you said no, that it wasn't okay. And so yeah, we kind of wanted to discuss what what our stand was on this and kind of just why we chose that this is, um, yeah, the route that we've chosen to take. Yeah, so we've decided that our stance is no. So with the minority um and yeah we're just thinking of situations that it is okay like we haven't like in the past we've smacked our children yeah and like even now like i find um like we're still like kind of smacking their hand like not huge hidings or anything but it's just like if they go to grab something you smack their hand but like even then we just discussed now that yeah i guess that's not even that's not even okay yeah and i was and thinking like, when, when you asked like, what is the situation that you should give them a smack? And I was thinking, like, a lot of people would say if they were to smack another child, then you should smack your kid, but then you're just like... Yeah, you're teaching them not to be violent by being violent towards them. Which doesn't make much sense when you think about it. Yeah. And even with the poll, to be honest, like, with our Instagram, um, our followers are mostly Polynesian. So I think that's probably why we got those results, like 80%. Um, yes and twenty percent no, because it's so ingrained in our culture that um mm. that's how you discipline kids. This is how we were raised, and so I guess like a majority of our listeners um are polys and yeah, that's kind of what they've known. And even for us, like I thought that's what we do and whatever. But that's also why I was thinking, yeah, maybe that's why we got eighty percent. Maybe if we had a few more, you know, balangis or like yeah. other. Um, other cultures following us, maybe that wouldn't be the same result. But yeah, yeah. And reflecting on my own childhood, like smacks and hidings were a big part of that, mm-hmm. and and I think that's why we, or like especially myself, like I don't want to. I decided to stop, is because the same things that happened to me when I was a kid, and like my dad gave me big smacks and hidings for not listening or for answering back or whatever else I started doing that to my kids like if they wouldn't sleep Mm -hmm. I'd get smacks and so when my boys wouldn't sleep like I'll man just give them smacks that you shouldn't be giving little kids yeah Um, and kind of feel pretty ashamed for it but like that's just yeah that's how I reacted uh, to them not listening to my demands Mm -hmm. Um, when yeah when you think about it they're like little kids like they don't really know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. 
um, and like being violent towards them. When I was a kid, like it just instilled fear in me, and like I, I really just kind of hated my dad for yeah. the longest time because of all the smacks that I got. Mm-hmm. I think too for me the turning point was, um, like, not allowing it too for you not just because even for me mm. man like i get so scared when you get so angry towards them because like they're so little and i'm just like oh my goodness like i'd rather go and like deal with them yeah. than have you deal with them because i just feel bad for them and then at the same time too i find that as a mum, like you kind of feel guilty like if you smack them or you find your your partner smacking them like, I just feel so bad. Like, I just feel like I should be protecting them. Mm. I shouldn't be the one inflicting this stuff on them. Mm-hmm. Or, like, letting it be um, inflicted on them. And I guess, too, it's also reminding me that, um, you know, we're in partnership with Heavenly Father. The Heavenly mm. Father has sent these children to you to look after. Yeah. He didn't send them to you for you to bash them and smack them and, like, take your anger out on them. Mm. So, for me, like... That's kind of also why I'm like, yeah, kind of for not smacking them. Because I'm sure Heavenly Father doesn't want us to be smacking his kids. I think he, he just like Heavenly Father, he wants us, he's patient with us, he's loving with mm. us. He doesn't turn around and smack us on, like, on the bum. And that's the same for like my kids. I want to be able to be patient with them, love them and like guide them in the best way I can. Mm-hmm. And... Don't get me wrong, like, I'm all for disciplining them and teaching them right from wrong. Mm. But I think there's much better ways out there than having mm. to smack. Yeah, and I was just thinking, like, I want our kids to associate their mum or dad with someone they can trust and aren't scared of. Mm-hmm. Where, like, when you are smacking them, they just associate you with someone who's not really safe to be around. Yeah. And I didn't feel, like, safe around my dad. And so I'm thinking, yeah, it's, it's more of a short-term fix. You know, smacking your kids mm-hmm. with they have has a lot more long term negative um, issues associated with it. Like, like I said, resentment, anger. You bottle up your emotions. Yeah, because that's the thing. You can't like you feel like you can't express yourself. Mm. And even for me, like being smacked and stuff, I was terrified to tell my parents like my problems. Yeah, like I was scared to really be truthful with them. Like I didn't see them as a safe place to go and vent to. Mm. Or, tell them like what was really going on in my life because I was scared I was going to get a hiding for yeah. you know for doing those things and so yeah I really didn't have anyone I could really trust or like go to as a mm. as a figure where okay I know I'm safe here but instead it was like seeing your parents is like nah I'm going to be worse off if I tell them yeah so like it, it, as a young kid it doesn't pay to be honest mm. it almost pays to be dishonest because then that means you're not going to get a smack. Yeah, you're not going to get a smack. But then the thing is, yeah, again, it's like more uh, more problems, causes you adult problems mm. because you learn to suppress those feelings. You yep. you learn um, to lie. You learn to um, not... Deal with your emotions. Yeah, deal with your yeah. emotions. And, like, and also you learn to like deal with it by yourself so you don't reach Talk, out for help yeah. when you really need it. Yeah. And third thing why like we shouldn't is like our reaction to our kids is more a reflection of ourself than what's actually wrong with them mm-hmm. exactly because if you think about it like a grown man or a grown woman like you're screaming and you're yelling at your like child mm. 
and then like you start throwing things or you, like I remember being thrown things at like by my parents or like my parents would do it to my siblings mm-hmm. and throw stuff and if you think about it it's like more of a reflection on like on the adult like okay you can't control your emotions okay you're angry so you're gonna chuck a tantrum right now mm-hmm. so you can't express yourself without screaming and mm-hmm. without chucking things i get you're stressed but it just goes to show where you're at yeah. and not the child like the child is a child and i get kids can be naughty and kids do start to understand right from wrong yeah but we can control how we react to them mm-hmm. yeah for sure so that's a, a big thing that we've more realized as we've kind of try to work on ourselves and mm-hmm. kind of fix our childhood traumas, which is like, what can we do differently as adults and as parents? Is yeah, address issues that we had when we were young. Mm-hmm. So for myself, I actually spoke to my dad maybe a couple of weeks ago, like I called him and I was just talking to him about, you know, getting hidings and how I actually hated him when I was little and like what I'm trying to do now and like change that so I don't hand that, so I don't react the same way to my kids the way that he was to me and he shared that you know when with my two younger brothers he parented them a lot differently than he parented me and my older brother because he learned that it wasn't like hidings didn't really work or they didn't work um and so he went yeah from giving us me and my older brother big hidings to yeah not to more kind of trying to talk to my younger brothers and not resort to violence um and so that was yeah nice for me to actually address that and talk to him about it and get it off my chest. Yeah. Cool. How about for you? Wait, for me? Mm. About what we do differently. Um yeah, fix our own childhood traumas, I guess. Mm. Is one. And um <laughs> Before reacting, thinking about like what you're really feeling and the root of your anger and frustration or impatience. And for me, like like my mom would come home really stressed from work. Yeah. Or yeah, even I guess you have seen you come home stressed from mm-hmm. work. So like you tend to take it out or like used to take it out on the boys and same as my mom and yep. she used to come home and just take it out on us, scream and like yell at all of us. And it's just like girl, like you should have left that at work. Like, you're home now. Like, I don't know why you're trying to bring this and take it out on mm. us for. But, yeah, like, I think stepping back and understanding, like, even for me, like, I found that, like, if I was having problems with you or, like, something else that would be bugging me, I'm more short-tempered with the babies mm. than if I wasn't, if that wasn't going on. Yep. So it's like sitting back and actually reflecting, okay, what's really bugging me? Because I can't be, like, what's the actual root of this frustration or this short-temperedness yeah. with my kids. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I don't know if I share this example when with Lisi when he was crying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was crying the other night. Oh, this was a while ago. And, like, I was trying, I was about to get to sleep, but I was tired. Walked in there. Usually I would have, like, told him, to, like, give him a smack and told him to be quiet and go to sleep. But this time I decided just to ask him, like, what's wrong? instead of reacting that way so and then he just said that he was scared and just kind of laid with him and comforted him until he went to sleep and like that's an example like a short term would have just been to smack him and like be quiet and just leave him 
but it took a lot more time, patience and understanding to ask him what's wrong, then listen and then comfort and then leave. And I felt, after that, I felt better compared to how I would if I was just to act in anger. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's just a, a way that we can, as parents, yeah, just kind of pause or just ask what's wrong mm-hmm. instead of just reacting in emotion. Mm-hmm. Just trying to use logic around it. Yeah. And another thing I think has helped us is like doing our own research mm-hmm. into like other ways of disciplining our kids. Also, uh, doing research into getting to know your kids, like knowing that, okay, at this age, they, like mm. one thing was, um, like, so the kids, you know, I'm sure parents know that, like, they reach an age where they like to play with their poo. <laughs> and so, like, for the longest time, we were, like, getting angry at, like, I think it was, et- I think both of them yeah. have gone through this phase where they, like, when they, you know, go number two in their nappy, they, like, pull it out mm-hmm. and they play with it and smear it everywhere. And, like, we, just thought, oh, this kid's naughty. Like, that's just mm. what we took it down to. But when we actually researched, it, they hit, like, this milestone where they're very into sensory play. And so if they're not, um, they don't have that stimulus during the during the, the day. day, like, where they get to play with Play-Doh, they get to play with rocks, they get to actually, you know, use those sensory kind of activities, then they're going to search ways of, yeah, sensory activities. Mm. And that's by... Yes, smushing poo all over. And so we found that days where we would like allow our Eto boy to play with Play-Doh or play with sand, he wouldn't do yeah, that at night. at night. So it's like getting to know your kids, getting to know what milestones they're going through. Mm. Don't just think, oh, they're naughty, they're not listening. Like, But actually take a step back and maybe research, okay, what's the phase for this age mm. that they're going through? And same as teens, like... Reflect back on, okay, I was a teenager too. Yeah. I was going through all this too. Puberty and all that Puberty, stuff. Puberty, yeah. Stop saying, Hormones. oh, I wasn't like that when I was your age. But you know what? Your kids are different from you. You're, yeah. you're not your children. And yeah, every child's different. So you've got to learn how to parent each child differently. But then also parent them at the age that they're at. Yeah, I find that really interesting, eh? Mm. Like how that worked. Because for me, it's just... I never had the education, like I lacked that knowledge. Yeah. And so I think if we can, as parents, as Polynesians or whatever else, um, learn to yeah, educate mm. ourselves and gain knowledge. Yeah, because even for me, it's like when the boys start acting up, doing weirder things that they usually don't do, mm. like my first thing is to Google it. Okay, they're this age, they're starting to do this. Is this normal for their age? Is this a mm, phase? True. And what can I do to like help alleviate it? Mm-hmm. And there's so much out there online. There's books everywhere. And yeah. Yeah, another example, like Lisi, man, today he was getting so upset because he wanted to come first and like just walking up the stairs or opening the door. And he would get really, he was like start crying just because he didn't win. And so I asked my mom, I called my mom and I like told her about it. And she was just saying how like that's just a phase that kids go through. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm like that as well. I was like that as well. And so instead of, yeah, I just kind of thought like, man, why is he being like this? Why is he being so difficult? But yeah, after talking to my mom and realising that, yeah, kids just don't know how to deal with their emotions um, just yet. Like they've been on, they've been alive for four years or yeah. three years well, and we expected them to yeah. act like adults. Like it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like even, I think, oh, sorry, our Eto boy's awake and he's currently just roaming around in our room. Yeah. Um, but Eto, shh. So, oh my goodness, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, so, 
yeah, with Eto, like realizing too that they go through an age where they just work, act off emotion. Mm. Like, stop asking them, why did you do this? Yeah. Because that's what we used, to, we yeah. used to get so frustrated at. Eto. Why are you doing that? Like, why did you chuck your like your plate on the like ground? Or why did you do this? But the thing is, he doesn't even know why he did it. Yeah. Because right now, like, their cognitive thinking isn't there. Like, their logic isn't there. Yeah. They're all about emotions, all they think yeah. about is emotions. It's like, okay, I feel like chucking this plate on the ground. I'm gonna chuck it. Sweet. Like, he, he, there's no logic behind whatever he does. Yeah. And so. Even yeah. when he smacked me in the face. Yeah. Like he was angry. He like, was angry. Yeah. So he's gonna act. Because I wasn't listening. Yeah. He's not. He doesn't think. Oh my goodness! This is my father. He, I must respect him. Yeah. Smack my father. <laughs> like he. That's the last thing he's thinking. He's just thinking. This man's not paying me attention. Let me smack. He's not him. listening. Yeah. So he can I'm listen angry. to me. Yeah. But, Kids actually teach you so much. Yeah, and if you think about it too, like yeah, just kind of going back to what you said about they're like little kids we're expecting them to act like adults at the same time like when our kids spill milk or something we scream sometimes we get so angry we smack them whereas if your adult co-worker spilled milk how do you act like you say oh all good like yeah oh no worries don't worry don't worry like but then with our kids it's like straight to smack or straight to yelling yeah, because you think that they should be an adult and know better. Yeah, but the thing is, adults muck up too. Yeah. Like, I spill milk. But why do I, we not react the same way? Yeah. yeah. And like, when you grow up too, like you learn these things anyway. So why why are we like grilling these kids so much? Yeah. Smacking them. It's just a, and that's that's something, um, yeah, it's just a better way of thinking. And we yeah, challenge you to think about what your your beliefs and things around smacking your kids because I just feel like there's a lot more benefits from not smacking your kids yeah. than from smacking your kids. And they can get us wrong. Like, we've been to the point where we have, like, tried to smack them as discipline. Yeah. And it's just made both of us feel guilty. It's made the kids, like, be terrified of us. It's just... It hasn't really done great for us. And I feel like to... It really chases the spirit out of our home mm-hmm. when smacks and things are like that. So, yeah. That's something that we will continue to work on work and on. do We're podcasts on in on the it. future. Yeah. Um, because as we know, like, we only know our kids are, what, at least he's five this year. And so, obviously, there's different challenges with different ages. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're just going to try and apply the principles that we're learning. And, yeah, raise children that aren't afraid of the parents um, yeah. That can be honest with their parents and that trust trust us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, because especially for myself, like with addiction, like just I did not feel safe talking to my mum or dad about what I was going through. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I want my kids to actually feel safe and, and approach me and have that relationship with them. And that can only happen as, you know, like I get to know them and then as I educate myself on how I can best parent them and, and help them because yeah like we're not meant to be we're not we're here to be their parents not like best friends like yeah they need yeah. parents who correct them that help them that guide them teach them um but like love them be the yeah, but love let, but let love be the motive yeah for everything we do and like i know a lot of people do say like oh yeah i i got hidings growing up and look at me i'm all right yeah it's like yeah step back and actually look at yourself like yeah. how do you deal with emotion? Like how do you deal with things emotionally? How are you mentally? Mm-hmm. Like how are you raising your kids? Yeah. And so, 
Yeah. It's made us question a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we'll invite you to do the same. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like we said, if you've got any value from this, we'd invite you to share it with someone, take a screenshot and tag us in it. Um, and we'd love to hear your thoughts as well. So, yeah, message us and um, let us know what you're thinking. Thanks. But, yeah, thanks for listening and we'll hear you in the... We'll, yeah. We'll hear you. you. We'll hear you. We'll talk to you in the next one. We'll hear from you in the next one. We'll talk to you in the next one. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Bye.